Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hi, and welcome to a new edition of our Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Melissa van Anrath, Communications Manager for the International Private Bank's EMEA region, and today I'm talking to Deepak Puri, the Private Bank's Chief Investment Officer for the Americas. Deepak, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Good morning, Melissa. Great to be with you. Great. Well, I would say let's dive right in and look back at the, at some of the key happenings of the week. We uh, saw U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen visiting Beijing, and we also had new data on the U.S. labor market coming in. Now, Deepak, apart from the 4th of July, which I hope you had a chance to celebrate, what were your highlights of the week? And as always, a small remark for listeners that we record this on Friday. No, Melissa, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was a holiday shortened week here in the States, but uh, you, you noted two of the highlights, um, uh, Treasury Secretary Yellen being in, uh, in, in China. I think it's a nice um, sort of a positive development between the U.S.-Chinese relationship, but I really don't think it's going to be a market event Uh, at least for the time being, because we don't really expect anything major to come out of this. I think uh, uh, the um, politicians uh, in the U.S. are aware, especially the Biden administration, that they have an election coming up in a year's time and and, and a year and a half time. So they want to make sure that at least on the foreign affairs front, they are trying to create some, um, you know, green shoots. So I think uh, it's, it's a positive thing. But then you hear about the chip wars that's going on, uh, the retaliation by the Chinese authorities on some of the uh, restrictions imposed by the Americans by curtailing the rare earth metals. You know, that's something is, I think, a little bit more uh, market driven uh, than uh, than the event itself. Uh, and the second thing you mentioned, Melissa, was the non-farm payrolls report that we got uh, earlier today. Um, it was uh, somewhat of a a mixed report, I would say. The, the key takeaway would be that for the first time in almost 15 months, uh, the uh, headline payroll growth number came in slightly below expectations. So the payroll increased by 209,000. Uh, the unemployment rate, the U3, went down to 3.6% from 3.7. And where it is still somewhat positive and, and, and gives the credence to the Fed reaction function, is the average hourly earnings, which increased 0.4%, expectation was 0.3, and this number is still 4.4% year over year. Uh, when you look at uh, the revisions, they were slightly below 110,000 for the month of April and May, but overall, I would say it's not the kind of a payroll report that'll just derail the Fed from its uh, stated course of action. Understood, thanks. And taking a look ahead for the week, is there any new data coming in that you will closely monitor? Yeah, it's going to be an eventful week. Uh, I mean, the key data highlight is going to be the Consumer Price Index here in the U.S., uh, which is uh, next Wednesday. Now, keep in mind that the Fed uh, has a dual mandate, price stability and full employment. So they got a picture on employment, but today's non-farm payroll release and now the picture on inflation. So the CPI is going to be an important one uh, ahead of the July 26th Fed meeting. Uh, Markets are pricing in uh, close to 92% for a Fed increase uh, in the rate hike by 25 basis points. The expectation is that the the core number, which is where we are focused on, which is excluding energy and volatile food prices, is going to come in at around 5% year over year. This number was 5.3% for the month uh, 
of May. So it is having a downward trajectory, but uh, albeit a, at a slower pace. Uh, the focus is also going to be on certain items, um, more particularly uh, the, on the goods side, you're going to look at uh, the used car sales. On the core services side, uh, minus, uh, minus rent inflation, the focus is going to be on um, food and uh, you know, leisure. So those are the things that have really been quite volatile in the previous month. So we would like to see a downward uh, you know, pace of growth in, in these, um, uh, these sections. So overall, uh, not a game changer. Again, the, the trajectory is fine. It's coming down, but not at the speed at which the Fed would have liked, given that we have already seen close to 500 basis points of uh, rate increases. Another thing to keep in mind would be the UMISH number. This is for the anchoring of the inflation expectations five to 10 years out, Melissa. So this number, which is released next Friday, is going to be important. It has stuck between 29 to 3.1%. So this survey asked people, how do they think inflation is going to be for the next five to 10 years? And we would love to see a little bit well-anchored inflation, but a lower side. So maybe a 2.8, 2.9% would be what the street would love to see, but I don't think they're gonna get it at least this time. And then last but not the least, it's the start of the earnings season. For the second quarter, we started with some major banks uh, having their earnings releases on Friday. So you have uh, Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, City on Friday. The key focus is going to be what are these banks saying in terms of their guidance for the next few months with regards to the commercial real estate losses, with regards to the lending slowdown, how much less they're going to be lending out, and then are they still gaining deposits from regional banks? These would be the three points to note. And, and monitor from the uh, earnings side, uh, at least for next week. Thanks for these insights, Deepak. Um, I guess before we wrap this up, I, I would just like to zoom out a little bit and also look at what the whole month of, uh, of July has in store for us and, and you know, maybe focus on, not on uh, the Fed's next interest rate announcement because after a pause in June, uh, is, is a rate more likely now from your perspective, Deepak? Yeah, indeed. And I think we're probably not going to use the term pause anymore, Melissa, because it's most likely going to be a skip, meaning that it was, uh, you know, we are still back on a great hiking uh, trajectory uh, from the Fed's perspective. Uh, you know, last week uh, I didn't mention, but there were the Fed minutes that came out and the Fed minutes were quite enlightening in this particular instance because it said that most officials, uh, almost all officials with the exact wording of the Fed minutes, are still looking for Fed increases. And the recent Fed speak has also been pointing to the fact that, that there's still enough, um, you know, slack and the, there's enough hotness in the system to bring it down, to cool it down. So the Fed needs to do more on the, the rate side. And hence, I think one rate increase is pretty much priced in uh, the July 26th meeting, but I would not be surprised if the bias is to the upside. So that would be the Fed consensus as of today. Thanks for your perspective, Deepak. It uh, was a pleasure speaking to you. And dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly investment outlook podcast. I wish you all a great week and bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect.
Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.